You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Now, another Astros podcast. I just want Springer to get to the plate. If he does, he'd be the tying run. Astros once again down to their final strike. 2-2. Swing and a miss. Reddick strikes out, and that is the ball game. Seattle Mariners take two out of three from the Astros, winning this afternoon by a final of 4-1. to one. Welcome back. Robert Ford joined by Astros manager A.J. Hinch. Well, we haven't seen too many pitchers this year that have really been able to shut down the Astros offense but we've seen it with James Paxton now three times this year he was able to do it again on Wednesday for the Seattle Mariners what is it about Paxton I mean, first of all he's really good but uh, what is it about him that you think maybe makes him a tough matchup for this team uh, well first off he is good because the rest of the league is also having trouble with him when he's healthy his biggest right. issue has been not being healthy so you know, his fastball is really good his curveball is really good his slider is really good his changeup isn't used that much but uh, more than anything, he's just a um, a really dynamic pitcher when he's on the mound. It, the, the difficult staying healthy has been uh, why much of the much of the people maybe not know about, about James Paxton. But um, you know, his ability to land his curveball the other day was huge. Uh, we we had a hard time covering both pitches and 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 subsequently lost the game. You, know, you look at the run the Astros got off of Paxton in the third inning, and you know Alex Bregman gets the leadoff hit, winds up going to second on the bump by Marisnik. Then the the big steal of third. Uh, with one out really helps set up that run in addition to the bunt by by Marisnik. And I don't know that we've talked enough about or Bregman has gotten enough credit for what he's been able to do on the base paths, both base running and base stealing. Yeah, you know, and you have to manufacture some runs when you can um, and try to get one run. But uh, Bregman's done a good job of being active and, 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 and stealing 90 feet when he can. And it's a little bit of a sneak attack approach that uh, maybe guys don't expect it, but he's a, he's got some instincts on the bases. He's got some ability to uh, to impact innings, and, and we're going to need to do that against some of the better pitchers that you can't just outslug. Charlie Morton was able to get into the seventh inning, you know, gives up the go-ahead two-run home run, the Ben Gamble in the fourth, and, you know, still very much in the game. But it seemed like those two runs off of him later in his outing wound up really kind of being backbreakers, especially against Paxton. Yeah, a really small margin for error, and, and I thought Morton threw the ball a little bit better and got stronger and, 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 and did some things that are starting to look more like the early season Charlie Morton. So um, that's encouraging. I think coming out of that game with such small margin for error, it's, uh, it's, it's a tough loss for him. But uh, most of the time when he pitches as well as he did, he's going to get a win, especially with this type of offense. It just wasn't his day. You know, Francis Martez, we've seen his last two outings go multiple innings. He, you know, two and a third innings to finish off the game uh, on Wednesday. And I mean, I think we're, we're seeing how electric he can be. I mean, we saw how electric he could be as a starter, but in short bursts out of the bullpen, I mean, it, it can be really special. Yeah, he's a weapon, and and he's going to be a weapon out of the rotation for much of his career. Right now, he's in our bullpen um, and can really come out with a dynamic fastball, good breaking ball. So there's there's. Uh, some elements of his game that I really, really like. You, you have to remember sometimes how young he is. He's you know early twenties and 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 pitching on a good team. And it's it's nice to see his confidence grow. You can tell by his behavior on the mound that he that he knows he's good. He's got some uh, some challenge fastball in him and, and occasional breaking ball. And the hitters are responding uncomfortably. Taking on an Orioles team that got off to a great start. They, they've been scuffling, although they did just sweep four games from the Texas Rangers here. But, I mean, it's a lineup. You look up and down. I mean, just so many guys who can hurt you with the long ball. Yeah, they've been hit or miss. And this ballpark plays small, especially when it's hot. It's going to be really hot this weekend. So 
advantage to the offensive side. Their pitchers have had a hard time keeping the ball in the ballpark. Their hitters have, have swung the bat very well, specifically the last four games. So we've, we've generally matched up well against the Orioles in our, in our time with them, uh, mostly because we've got some guys that can get their breaking ball over. Uh, they don't have to pitch to contact. We can miss a few bats, which is key. They, uh, they have some feast or famine to their offense. They've been very, very hot the last few days. Uh, so we'll need to make good pitches and get ahead to, to, to beat them. A.J. Hench, thanks for joining us. Consumers spent $2.4 billion on hot dogs last year alone in the United States. Swing and a miss, fastball. One ball and two strikes. $2.4 billion. $2.4 billion. Can you believe that? Wow. Los Angeles residents consume more hot dogs than any other city. More I would than have 36 million pounds. Would have never guessed Los Angeles. I know. Beating out New York and Philadelphia. Here's the one, two. It's outside. It's now, if you told me New York and Philadelphia were number one, I would have bought that. Or Chicago. Yeah. But not Los Angeles. I'm with you. On Independence Day, just passed, Americans will enjoy 150 million hot dogs, enough to stretch from Washington, D.C. to L.A. more than five times. Breaking ball got him swinging. The curveball from Charlie Morton. His second strike out of the ball game. There's two away. And you get ahead of Cruz, you can really expand the zone on him with the, the breaking ball. Yep. During peak hot dog season, Robert, from Memorial Day to Labor Day, Americans typically consume 7 billion hot dogs. That's 818 hot dogs consumed every second during that period. That's a few. Kyle Seeger, the battery, grounded out to first his last time. Three infielders on the right. Mariners lead two to one. Misses inside. Are you one of those people who believes there should never be ketchup on a hot dog? I think people have their own preference, and I'm okay with everything. I know I like mustard much better on hot dogs than, than ketchup. Yeah, I agree with you too, but I'm not, I don't feel like ketchup has no place in a hot dog. 1-0 is low and in. What are you saying? You're saying that you don't think ketchup should go on a hot dog? No, I have no problem. What I'm oh, saying yeah. is I don't, I don't have a problem with it. I've never really understood. And, you know, I've had people tell me, well, you're from New York. You, you understand, right? I'm like, no, we put everything on our hot dogs. Yeah, whatever put ketchup you like. on it, mustard. Yeah. I do believe that a hot dog is not a sandwich. That's another debate about hot That's dogs, right? Yeah. I don't, I don't think it should be a debate. I mean, nothing about a hot dog says sandwich. It's certainly debate worthy. Love talking about that. <laughs> Two, one. And that's lifted out in the right center. Racing over is Springer, and he makes the catch on the run while drifting onto the warning track. And that is the ball game. Astros break out the brooms. Three-game series sweep as they defeat the Orioles this afternoon by a score of 8-4. to four. Welcome back to Astro Launch, everybody. This is Steve Sparks ahead of the three-game series with the Baltimore Orioles. And I've got former Oriole. Uh, and radio broadcaster for Baltimore. It's Ben McDonald, former major league pitcher. And uh, give me a, give me an update on this pitching for the the starting rotation for the Orioles. It mm. seems that's what's been keeping them back from really exploding because the offense is really good. Yeah, offense has been really good as of late. The starting pitching not so good. I mean, coming in, I mean the highest ERA in all of baseball for the starters. But you know they get swept swept by the Cubs for three games right after the break. Mm-hmm. But all of a sudden Tillman gets on the mound. He goes six and gives up one. Well, then Bundy follows suit. Same thing. And Gorse Gosman, who has outstanding stuff, it's a wonder to me to watch him pitch. To wonder how his ERA can be as high 
as it is, but he gives up one run. Now, Miley wasn't quite as good last night, but he showed signs. I mean, one pitch away gives a three-run home run to uh, Napoli, but he's starting to show signs. The bullpen's always good, so that's going to be the key for the Orioles is a starting pitcher. They're going to climb back in this thing and have a chance. The starting pitcher's got to get a little bit more consistent, and they took a giant step in that direction of the four-game series against the Rangers. Hey, Ben, when we saw the Orioles earlier at Minute Maid Park this year, Manny Machado was mired in a pretty good slump. Machado was 0 for 3. Off to a bit of a slow start overall, oh, hitting yeah. 222. Sometimes it's when you face teams that catch a team kind of cold and get them out of there before they heat back up. feel pretty fortunate. 3-2 to Machado. Breaking ball. That is on the inside corner for a strike three. And Machado bangs his bat on the ground. And he hears it from Marty Foster as he walks back to the dugout. Machado 0 for 4. Second time he has struck out today. Not sure if he said it in English or Spanish. Either way, it was it was loud. Not happy at all. Last three weeks, it seems like the, the Manny Machado of old. He is. He seems to be a little more patient to play, and he's not missing pitches in his past series. Scope is swinging it out outstanding yeah. as well. Adam Jones uh, starting to use the whole field. His last five hits, he's got five hits in his last two games, all to the opposite field. Manny's starting to use the field a little bit too. So the offense is exploding. I mean, 35 runs against the Rangers in four games, 49 hits. And so they're putting up some big-time mm-hmm. runs. And, of course, that always helps the starting pitching, as you know, because yeah. when you go up and put up a couple zeros up there on the scoreboard and your offense goes up there and they can put up some crooked numbers, for you, it's a lot easier to pitch. And that's kind of where the Orioles have been as of late. Now, Miley got behind in 5-1 yesterday, but the Orioles fought back with the hot offense right. and was able to come back and win that ball game. But the three previous games, the pitchers were outstanding early, gave the offense a chance to relax. They put up some big numbers. When we ever uh, watch Buck Showalter and what he's able to do with a bullpen, do you ever just marvel at, at the way he keeps guys fresh, uh, the way he doesn't chase uh, wins when the team really doesn't look like they're going to be able to win a game? He just seems almost like a genius at that position. No, he is. And if you listen to him on, on the postgame show last night, he said, we're finally getting back, getting Britain healthy again, yeah. that we're getting back to the bullpen that we thought that we would have when the season began. It's all so I can play matchups now. And he alluded back to the fact about, hey, when my starting pitchers give me six and it's a close game or we're ahead, he said, I can follow suit and I can match up mm-hmm. guys. And that's right what he's been able to do in really all the games of the last series when they swept the Rangers in four games. He was able to play matchups down the stretch. And so Britton continues to work himself back in that closing role. But there's other guys down there, too, with good stuff and good arms. And that's been the strength of the Orioles pitching staff. Really, the last three or four years has been that bullpen. It's really as good as anybody's. There you go. That's Ben McDonald, uh, head of this three-game series with the Baltimore Orioles. Always great to catch up. Thanks for your time. Sparky, good to see you, man. Enjoy. This has been a production. And whoever in this crowd wasn't standing before, well, they're getting to their feet now. Of the Houston Astros. This place is rocking right now. Radio Network.